Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Y'all, of course, y'all listen to the podcast yesterday, and uh, we were talking about the Palma and some movies. Uh, so now we are into the emails episode. So in the homage of movie jargon, uh, lights, camera, sound, oh, Steve. <laughs> First one, uh, this is from B. Jackson, female listener. Hey, y'all. Um, okay, so I tried to watch Queen of the South a bunch of times, and I want to say I got all the way to season two. It's something that I can watch when I'm OD bored, uh, but nothing to run to. And speaking of run to, uh, we'll talk about that next week, but the key word that you just said there is run. I just watched six episodes of Mayor of East Town. It definitely picks up after the first episode. LOL. I think y'all should give them a look. The season finale is on Sunday. Also, SB means sidebar, not side bitch. And then she gives me a rolled eyes emoji. Well, to me, it means sad bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Bring y'all asses to Jersey or New York City. Soon, I'd even come to see y'all in D.C. Best B. Jackson. Thank you, baby. Um, I think you, you should have said it like this, though. Oh, in that case, sidebar, that's my side bitch. Oh, me? I should have said it like that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. You know what? You might be right. I have to get on that next time. Um, <laughs> yeah, B. Jackson. Um, have you ever heard of Mayor Easttown? No, I have I have not. I haven't at all. Um is that the one with Winslet? Uh the one from uh the um the Titanic movie? I think Kate that's Winslet. Yeah, I think Kate Winslet's in it. Is it a period what? piece? I don't know. What I almost, you only see I almost want to say I think I know what she's talking about. It's what was the name of it again? Mayor of East Town. 
It's almost on some um, mystical, magical motherfuckers with special powers shit, but it's a period piece. You know, I think I do. I, I think I only because Kate Winslet is in it that I saw it. And I'm not a Kate Winslet fan. So I think I, I might have seen the first episode, but I, I didn't go any further if, the, if it's the one I think. Right. Um, okay. Mayor of East Town. Of East Town? Right. Me and my dyslexic ass typing right now. Uh, oh, no. That's not the magic one. And it's not. It's okay, not? I know which one. No, this is a different one. Uh, you know, Tara was telling me about this one, actually. Right. She said she watched a few episodes and it was good. I have not seen this. Oh, no. So what is it about? I don't know. Tara was telling me, but I, uh, I, 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 as soon as she started telling me, I go, I'm not a big Kate Winslet fan. <laughs> and that's the last thing I remember us talking about. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know why I've never been into her. I know a lot of guys really liked her. I just didn't ever get into, like, I never, yeah, she didn't do anything for me. Um, and, you know, like I said, I don't want to blow it because we're going to get into it. Um, Queen of the South, I, I, I know that, you know, we were originally going to talk about it on yesterday's episode, but you said you, you didn't really, you hated it with, with the words you used. I don't have to say hate. I think hate's, oh, I, I think I'm overstating. I, I, See, that's I'll, the nice me, guy you are, because at first you no, said no, no, hate. No, 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 but I want to, I, I want to give a, more of a police, uh, a Patrice delivery to it. Yuck. Ah. <laughs> or a Dave Chappelle. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I, I, I just, it, it, it's, I'm not, yeah, I'm not there with it at all, at all. And you know what? I watched like the first couple episodes years ago when it came out, I don't remember really any of it other than it didn't grab me. And then just, and I don't want to ruin it for our conversation next week, but I'll just say I watched the last six episodes or something like that. Seven episodes of, of the finale. And I was just excited that I was watching the end. Well, let me ask you this. How much have you seen from season one to, to now? I saw the last six episodes and I saw two what, five years ago? But no, what I'm saying, have you seen seasons one, two, three, four? No, no, no. Nope. Oh, nope. oh wow. Nope. I, I'm just going to be able to discuss the, the joyful ending of it. All right. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, from Kyle Singer, uh, Andy's gibberish. Uh, what's up, niggas? Uh, Kyle Singer again. Aries, my man. How have you not awarded our man Andy with a few stacks of $10 bills for not saying want the right way. He says, and then he spells it W-H-A-N-T, want. It's want. Fuck the speech impediment. That's it. Short and sweet. Love y'all to death. Peace, brothers. Kyle. I never heard a distinction between want and want. Want. Did I say it wrong? Nah, sounds like God's supposed to be said. I I don't hear the H. Like, I guess he's saying you say... Want? What? Maybe what? Was, want. Uh, hey, maybe we found my Hispanic thing. I ain't never heard no Hispanics have a hard time with the word want. <laughs> but I, I, I have heard in people who have a really hard accent say want. Like the, the put put an H in there. I've heard it. But uh, no, I, I, I want you to know I don't give a fuck. Uh, okay, there we go. <laughs> uh, Kyle, I, I don't know that I don't know that uh, I get where that's ever been. The case, um, but I'll listen I, for I, it. 
I might do it. I, I just don't. I, I've never. You're the first person. Now, if you want to get me, if I ever said this word, this is the word that I can't say and everybody makes fun. Aluminum. A, a what? Aluminum. But it's supposed to be aluminum. But then I have to stop and say aluminum. I can't say it. The What's other way. that word that George Bush could never say? Uh, well, there was there was quite a few. Well, yeah. Uh, ter- ter- <laughs> terrorist. Or ter- what was the word? It was one word in particular, though. He would always fuck up. Nuclear. Nuclear. That was it. No, no, uh, George Bush, no, no, nuclear. I can't even be that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, Terrell Ingalls, um, and he sent me a, 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 a link. Watch villagers react to Mike Tyson's epic knop- knockouts. Tribal people react to Mike Tyson's best knockouts on YouTube. This is a little clip I thought you might enjoy while you were waiting for your flight or whatever. This clip is amazing. These villagers who have never seen Mike Tyson before are shown clips of his fights. Their reactions are funny. It's funny how they keep referring to him as a wrestler, though. I guess because of the ring and the outfits. One old man keeps referring to him as a leopard, which I'm guessing is because of his quickness. This goes to show how Mike Tyson's gift, power, and furiousness can transcend any barrier. Um, yeah, man, shit, ain't no, you know, listen, uh, motherfuckers is amazed by shit that niggas can do. Um, and Mike Tyson was one of the best. So, you know, same way Ali would go overseas and wow the people, even though some of it was for different reasons. Um, at the heart of it, uh, besides his, you know, humanitarian work, it was a a specimen, great to watch. So, you know, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Do you think do you think Tyson in his prime could have could have said uh you know just for just for the value of watching him longer in the ring. Do you think he could have actually just walked in the ring and said I'm not going to throw any punches other than like just jabs to get someone away from no knockout punches and just duck the other dude's punches for the first round. Do you and, think he could have done that and still be like amazing or you mean just from a, a tactical standpoint? A tactical, like a boxing standpoint, just have that. Did he have the skill level that he could basically, like Ali, could basically stand there and just bob and weave and not? Oh, like absolutely, absolutely. But but I also think there's such a killer instinct to who Mike was. It'd be telling, like, saying to a lion, "Nigga, don't roar." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Mike's gonna be Mike. Mike's gonna do what lions do. Because he's bobbing and weaving, and then he sees the opening, he has to throw the punch. Yeah, and and to be honest with you, though, that was some of the prettiest shit to watch. Is to watch yeah. him bob and weave and duck punches, but of course the the you want to see him finish, you you want to see him yeah. finish. But that the, I, I'm only asking you because one you know just watch when you watch Tyson, and when you see the when he sets someone up to, to knock him out, he could easily have just stepped aside as well and let the fight go on longer. Obviously, that's not what Tyson's game plan was. He was, but I'm just saying, I just saw him as a masterful defensive boxer as well as the knockout boxes boxing yeah i just i i'm wondering why we don't he doesn't get credit for that part right is what i'm uh and and it's always about the 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 ferocious knockouts but his defensive game especially at that you couldn't touch him right um now i'm up in the air about something real quick i got an email from one of our regulars miles wardlaw and this almost brings me back to an exchange that me and Shamor had. Uh, well, long story short, 
she kind of felt like some of the emails, and I, and I guess this is partly a protective woman thing, like sisterhood, was if someone wrote in and they were a little too harsh in their language or, you know, their assessment, maybe it felt mean or felt like unnecessary, like turn the fucking volume down. And I said to her, and that's what I remember when we were reading these, I put on the, the, the disclaimer and said, look, these opinions and views are expressed by those who write in. I'm, I don't share in that assessment. I'm not saying I agree, but that's my viewpoint too. I'm just, you know, I'm the, I'm the fucking reporter. I'm reporting the news. You don't get mad at the reporter for reporting the news. Um, and I also said to Shamor, I feel like if I, and because Shamor said, one of the things we like about y'all and like about you is you are who you are. So I feel like if I if I don't do what I'm supposed to do because all of a sudden I'm getting a little mushy in the middle or I'm like, um, then I'm not doing my job. Um, and, and I tell you what, the longer we do this and sometimes when we make these connections with people via email and responses and jokes, you almost feel like, you know, you start to know people, you develop a relationship and, and you don't want to be mean you don't want to see him get hurt and i might be putting too much on this i'm saying all i to say this i read this email and this at some point he's talking about ferrah and it felt a little like if i could say to him hey nigga damn like turn the volume down ease up nigga um and i was like damn maybe i should send the email to andy have him look at it and then go should we read this because it feels a little like god damn but again and I don't want to paint Farrah out to be weak because she ain't weak. You know, and Farrah go hard with the best of them. It's just a little harder now that she came to the show and we saw the face and we saw how cute she was and how nice she was and quiet and sweet and innocent she was. But again, them be the worst killers. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, do we do I protect her? But from what? Or do I let her kill this nigga in a response? Because I know she ain't no punk and she ain't gonna back down or maybe she might not say nothing at all can you feel what we were talking about yesterday the silence the tension is building there are people going nigga read the motherfucker (laughs) um Farrah you know I love you baby and I'm gonna stand with you uh no matter what and I Miles Wardlaw I like you too dog you part of the crew but goddamn, nigga should I, I? I should read it, Andy. Right after, after you gave out the disclaimer. All right, here we go. Miles Wardlaw, and I thought I read this already. And then he puts in big black bold print caps. No Aries, you did not read this already. All right, this email is a reply to Farah about what she said on Pod Two Sixty Nine. First of all, uh, see it in here. We go. First of all, you cornball goofy ass bitch. I'm not Andy. I actually remember what I emailed in about when I was talking about you. I said you decided to go radio silent when the other emailers wrote in about you. I said because the other emailers and Andy roasted your cornball ass, you couldn't take the heat, so you stopped writing in. It's not because you have nothing to say. Every time someone confronts you on the emails, you you stop writing in. After a couple weeks, you come back and say you had nothing to say. I want to make it clear. I have no problem with any females in my life 
or have no problem with any female listener on the podcast. But you, Farah, I do not like you. I don't even like Andy that much, to be honest. He's too pedantic for me at times. Just make up your mind and make a stand on a topic. But he is getting better and that lately since he's getting better at that lately since the emailers have gotten on him about that. This is the last time I will be writing in about Ferris cornball ass again. I don't go back and forth with 35-year-old bitches who still live in their parents' basement with a cornball ass husband. Get a life, please. Don't disrespect me or any other emailer that disagrees with your big buffalo black ass. Just because you got your title, feel your little feelings hurt. And he writes, aww. Also, who gives a fuck if I misspelled something or missed a comma in my email? This is not English class. I want a $10 a lot of money. Anyway, it's funny to me and makes my day. When Aries makes fun of the emailers for their spelling, and if you were listing, I said I wrote it that way on purpose. So if I was listing... Farrah, are you listening to this? Andy, I hope you listening to this. All right. Uh, peace, A&A. Peace. Shout out to Leroy Furious. That is a cool ass name. Oh. Uh, Miles Warren Law. I know he said he doesn't have a problem with women in his life. <laughs> but it really feels like Ladies, if you have any dealings with Miles Wardlaw, open public spaces, lots of witnesses, and <laughs> teddy bears with cameras in their eyes so that when you say stop and no, it's recorded. <clears throat> Andrew? Uh, I do have something in common with him. Um, I don't like me all that much either. <laughs> You're a great guy, man. <laughs> I, I don't, but no, to his point, uh, I, I like how you think it's about the listeners. You know, um, it has very little to do with the listeners because I've met very few listeners and the ones that write in, I still don't know. Uh, what you might not understand is that, uh, you know, you know what? I I I don't want to justify this, like because people tell me I I like the ones where they did say I don't have to justify everything. Uh, I, I'm in a very awkward position, and you may or may not understand that, but it's not an easy task to come out here uh, and throw your thoughts out into the world, not knowing how they're going to be received. So, uh, if you think I'm doing better now, it's because I'm more comfortable with the idea of throwing my thoughts out there. Uh, it has a lot less to do with people writing in. Uh, people like you write in too. So uh, I have to deal with that as well. And, you know, listen, I will say this, Miles. I'm assuming you, your brother. Um, I would hope so. Uh, because big buffalo black ass out of a Caucasian's mouth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking about something else. Um, but, I, you know, listen, first of all, I don't see what, what would make you that upset with whatever Andy and Farrah's gripe has been. Um, but whatever that is, I would just say, again, Leroy Furious, hey, brother, beautiful black queens need to be represented by their beautiful black kings. Um, maybe start a dialogue. Maybe instead of coming at it with such vitriol, 
you 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 maybe ask questions or maybe you ask her why she does what she does and you know start a dialogue but but to to to, to come out so viciously uh against a woman and a black woman um that's a lot brother that's a lot come on man let's all eat chitlins together and watch reruns of good times it ain't got to be like this um, power hitters power hitters usually swing at the first pitch say again power hitters pow- usually swing at the first pitch okay i'm not sure i follow what that means it just means that he's coming out swinging. He's power hitting. Oh, he's, okay. he's giving, and he's not. He's not holding anything back. He's he's swinging. All right. Uh, well, shit, brother. I know you. You know that felt like African rules. Uh, what you was laying out, <laughs> nigga. Like, you know what I mean? Domestic African rules. Bitch, with your buffalo ass, you do, you big black bitch. Get in here and do what you are supposed to do. Service me. Um, just turn down the Zimbabwe a little bit. You know. God damn, brother. That was harsh. All right. Maybe I'm getting soft. Um, all right. Black Sinatra. Who the fuck is Gemma? A&A, how, uh, A&A, how you gentlemen doing? Been a while since I last wrote, but been binge watching all of the podcasts lately. And one name keeps popping up. Fucking Gemma. So I ask, who is she? Never heard of her. Catch me up to speed on this broad. For real. And while we're on the subject of thick-backed broads, besides Gemma, give me your top five internet booty models currently. And what happened with Julie Cash? That was your hard crush a while back, right? Anyway, I got to give you mine. And let me know if you've heard of them, Aries. And I know you've heard of this one. Elkie the fucking Stallion. Yes, nigga, the one from your special, Hollywood, look, I'm smiling. I got Popeye forearms lusting for that bitch. Also, I'm attaching pics just so you'll get a glimpse. Uh, then he sends one of a chick named the Scarlet Fever. Oh, boy. Um, Aries, if you like Gemma and she's thick, like, I think you'll love this one. Another one named Raven. Oh, my God. Let me not do this to my fellas. Let me scroll back. The first one is called Scarlet Cakes. And the Instagram is at T-H-E underscore S-C-A-R-L-E-T-T underscore F-E-V-E-R. But some of these chicks is on private. So unless you send them a, a follow request and they accept it, you won't be able to see their pictures. I wish I could find a way to get these pictures to you, fellas. Uh, another one is called at Shady Shane Array, S-H-A-D-Y-S-H-A-I-N-A-R-A-E. Um, and another one is called A Beautiful Mix. These are like twins. Underscore A, underscore, the word beautiful, underscore, M-I-X, underscore. Tiger Booty um, at I-M-T-Y-G-E-R. This one's for Andy. Not too big. An ass he can toss. Oh, that's definitely for Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll be writing in more trying to get in the regular email lineup with the rest of these niggas keep doing your thing fellas um i'll let you guys in on a little tidbit uh i'm not as cool with julie as i used to be uh because she's out of her mind now um once upon a time ago you know eight hundred dollars now this bitch talking about 10 grand get the fuck out of here i wish i would 
What's uh, <laughs> the fuck I would? Uh, <laughs> I, I was gonna go. It could be a memory. You could. T- <laughs> you could. T- <laughs> fuck out of here, ten thousand. Fuck out of here, dude. That's um, a lot of money. That's ridiculous. Um, what is this velvet? Um, Wayne Deshaw. <laughs> Yo, Aries, you're the goat. Hey, Andy and Aries, I just finished listening to episode two seventy three. Your email episode, my God, I'm not exaggerating when I say your Kennedy impression finished me. The joke about stomach silverware in these Negroes' mouths. Goddamn. I'm not even joking when I say I nearly passed out laughing. I had to pause it because you nearly killed me. That joke caught me off guard. You're naturally hilarious off the cuff and on stage. It's criminal that this podcast is free. Please tell me slash us your Patreon slash Cash App slash PayPal so we can donate. Uh, Before I finish reading this, I will refer you to the Jewish department after I get done reading this. Entertainment like this shouldn't be free. You're so damn funny. Also, your white man is the devil voice when you sound like a 70s black exploitation character is bloody hilarious. I proofread this email, so hopefully I won't get a 10 quid is a lot of money. Kind regards. Um... And he's English because he keeps saying bleeding. Sent from my bleeding expensive iPhone. Uh, <laughs> uh, dude, you have to go back on that other uh, the other one though. One. Which go back one? one. The one we just passed on on I sent you I sent you someone I found on IG. I saw that. Yes, I saw that. I I don't have her. I can't open up my IG right now. I tried to open it up and I can't open it no, up. No, I saw it dude, though. Dude, that wasn't perfect. Dude, that's perfect for you because you like uh, you like almost grown horses. I like Clydesdales, nigga. <laughs> I like motherfucking hair on the leg, nigga. Them thick motherfuckers. All right. You like so, ponies, you, nigga. So you didn't like that pony I sent? It was cool, but if it can't throw me, then what's the point? <laughs> I want to get on that motherfucker and ride that bitch and be tossed over the room. So you want a Clydesdale body with with a bucking Bronco uh, attitude? Yes. <laughs> yes. God damn it. <laughs> well, when, she put a, when she put a foot on my chest, you hear bones crack. Okay, now um, we'll go now. Now we'll catch back up to the to our our British uh, listener right there. I thought it was bloody good when you did that Kennedy talking about put your silverware in these Negroes' mouths. Ah, uh, you know, well to do, darkest. Yeah, that was fun, dude. Dude, let me tell you something. Um, there are three moments, and I'm, I swear to God, one of my goals is when we get to episode three hundred, I want to have Steve cut together a best of of just. So far, all the moments where we hit the ball out the park. And I'm telling you, there are three episodes where Andy laughs his ass off. The one was the Creed where we were talking about trying to figure out what Creed 3 was going to be. And he goes, that's three. And I go, yeah, the father and the son beat up the mother. It was that one. It was the one where I read the dude's horrendous email. And he said, so you can let them know what the fuck you something and i go all right dude i'm gonna stop you right there that laugh and then the fucking kennedy those three loses it and i'm telling you there's a rhythm and when he laughs it's almost a initial crack up 
Then it's a slowdown. Then it's a, did he say what I think he said? Then it's a fucking out the nostrils, just gargle. Dude, I laugh almost all the time. I, I hold quite, sometimes I just hold a little bit of it back because I'm like, oh, that's funny. Because that's, as a comedian, that's what we do in our heads a lot of times. We go, that's funny. Right. And it doesn't come out of our mouths. But on a lot of the podcasts, I'm laughing because you're, you're making me laugh. But when you get me where I am off guard, where I wasn't expecting it, right. that's when I lose my shit. And that one with the Kennedys, as he just, as he said in his email, I, the spoons, and that <laughs> just got me from some other place, man. And I couldn't stop laughing. That, and then, and then you're doing the Kennedy voice on top of it. It's just, it was just too fucking funny. Yeah. It, but it, when, it, go ahead. When you, you, when you get me. When you get me, it's it's over for me. It's over. Dude, doing the Kennedy voice was fun because it was like, I never really did it. I know when I do the Boston, I always go to the the the, the town, a driver. But that Kennedy, oh my God, that's so specific. And the rhythm and the cadence. So just, yeah, that was fun for me, man. Anytime you get to do something you don't normally do, that's when it becomes fun. Well, and, and when you do Kennedy, a lot of people do Kennedy. And they'll have the, you know, and it's not really Kennedy. They're doing that, that, uh, that New Boston England flair. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah that, but you also have that old timey radio sound to it. I don't even know how you, get I was it. trying not to go into ah, Brett Butler. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, but, and, but it's not that it's almost like when you're listening to an old, uh, an old, like real, when right, you hear it, right. and it has like some, like that, that, that background sound that, that, yeah, it has, you have that, right gargle in the back of your throat while you're doing it (laughs) and that also cracks me up because who would do that that way a fucking genius but that's why your impressions this is what people don't understand about your impressions to the ear and i am not a person that has a great ear so when i hear these things i know how spot fucking i'm telling you i'm going to figure it out that dennis rodman i'm gonna figure that shit out um. Yeah. When you're on point, man. When, you, when your impressions that aren't on point are great impressions, but when your impressions are on point, dude, they're fucking. That's that. that those. I and, and the, am a fucking genius. <laughs> the guy's a fucking genius. How many times you gotta fucking say it? Maybe we gotta go to the, one of those Hollywood directors and fucking come in the house and put a fucking shotgun in their face and go put this guy in a fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that well now we know what you're missing you're missing that guy i'm missing that i need a fucking agent like tony soprano <laughs> fucking chill christopher bust in a fucking house and put a gun in his fucking mouth use the shotgun to bust right through his front fucking teeth put this guy in a fucking movie all right um, you, you know you need you need christopher as an agent remember when he uh when he sees the guy that owes him like 500 dollars and they they run him over at the they run him over, he hits him with his car right yeah, yeah. He hits him with that. Christopher's I car. Shit. I need that yeah. shit. Yeah, or how they guy. how they abuse the writer that he eventually killed. Remember the yeah, Law yeah, and yeah, Order yeah, who yeah. wrote his movie? <laughs> yeah, how they abuse the shit out of him. Um, <laughs> yeah, abuse hirings, nigga. Uh, <laughs> Darius Davis. We, we shouldn't even say this on the podcast. There's probably some uh, uh, producer out there that's going. I think Aries is going to come after me. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Darius Davis, pandering or moving the needle? Uh, what's good, family? Hey, yo, when is your boy going to be considered a regular? LOL. Say it with me. Darius Davis. LOL. Just fucking with y'all. Uh, but, 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 but seriously, I'm just curious to know 
you guys' thoughts on Juneteenth becoming a federal holiday. Is this a step in the right direction, or are they pandering like they normally do? Um, A couple of my coworkers believe that oppression is over with for us, and these are black coworkers telling me this book. Excuse me. God damn. Telling me this bullshit. It's hard to tell who is genuine and who doesn't want to feel the wrath of black America when it comes to black issues. Get back at me, Kings. Much love. I know we touched upon this back when it was kind of fresh on the grill. Um, You know, you know, my feelings, you know, it's nice, but come on, that ain't no, it ain't moving the needle. It it might not be moving the needle, but here's what I, you know, going back to what I said, and I said this on that podcast, it was a few episodes ago. Uh, it's, it's part of inclusion. And, you know, when you say pandering, pandering is part of what this country does. They give you something that you didn't ask for to make you feel good about it. But that is the conversation opener. And when I was on stage on, on, on Juneteenth and, uh, there were people there, I mean, I called out the audience. What is it? What is it? So if nothing else, it's, it's a, it's a conversation starter. It's an opener. It's, it's, it's to inform. It's an opportunity and take that opportunity because, like I said, we celebrate in this country Cinco de Mayo, which doesn't have anything to do with Mexican independence. Truthfully, it doesn't have that. And so there's no conversation. There's no starter. So all it became in this country is, is a great way, a great day to have some chips and guac and, and drink a lot. But there's an opportunity with Juneteenth so that the conversation can be had. There's some more to the conversation. I think that's what it lends itself to be. But take it, man. Take it. If it's it, take take it. Take it and do something with it, but take it. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll take it, but, you know, I don't know. Uh, you don't, you didn't have to give anything for it. I mean, I mean, let me, let me rephrase that real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot has already been given for what I'm saying. There you there go. Wasn't, there wasn't any trade off where you said, okay, we're not, we're going to get rid of this, but we're going to give you that. It was, it's there. It's in, it's part of what America is now. So now the conversation can be had. They can be more expression. People can understand about what, why, uh, when we talk about uh, how slavery, when people, when, when you hear people want to say is 400 years removed, it isn't, it's, it's only, it's only a few generations removed from us. And then the reasons why, and then you can go from Juneteenth, you can go to Sam Crow. We can have the conversation because once you open up that door and it's part of the American lexicon, now the conversation can be had. And we're seeing that right now because now tie this into critical race theory and the objections to being taught. But we got there's something on the books. Keep that conversation going. Keep that moving along until we get what we need so that we can be the America we were supposed to be. Jaylene Vinegar, Jalen Vinegar, clarification. What's up, Aries and Andy? To let you guys know, yeah, I'm a guy, and my last name is actually Vinegar, like what you put on spinach. Uh, let me stop for a second. I've never put vinegar on spinach. I've put it on collard greens because uh, collard greens and hot sauce go good on collard greens. Anyway, anyway, Aries, anime is for everyone. They're more than kid show. There is action, comedy, romance, sci-fi, drama, and even sports like basketball and boxing. Just because something doesn't mean it's for kids. I mean, Boondocks, South Park, and Family Guard aren't meant for kids, as well as Looney Tunes, 
Tom and Jerry and Popeye. And let me read that again. Just because something doesn't mean it's for kids. I mean, Boondock, South Park, and Family Guy aren't meant for kids, as well as Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry, and Popeye ain't meant for kids? That's very kid-like. Now, Boondock, South Park, and Family Guy, I know what you mean, but nah, bruh. There's a lot of anime that can be dark. However, that is met, that is met, I meant to say meant, brother, not met. That is met. It's a, 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 meant, M-E-A-N-T. Goddamn, sometimes I read this shit and I get lost in y'all's idiotic translation. I get uh, dumb hypnotized. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to spell meant. Hell yeah, I do. Um, for ages 18 and over, and those types of shows can get away with a lot of adult subject matter. In my opinion, you should keep an open mind. I'm not saying go to the deep, and but if you're ever bored, these shows will kill your boredom. Hopefully, this doesn't sound disrespectful. Sincerely, Jalen. No, nah, that was very cool, Mr. Vinegar. Um, <clears throat> yeah, dude, I mean, you know, I pick and choose. Um Again, the older I get, I'm just, if it's a cartoon, I can't. Once upon a time ago, I was in love with Family Guy. And I'll, I'll maybe watch it if I'm, ain't nothing else on and I'm just happen to be channel surfing and I see it. But as I'm getting older, these cartoons just, you know, I'm getting too old for that, man. Um, when I was back in Phoenix, um, I told you True couldn't go with me, couldn't go with us to the finals. Right. And, uh, but I wanted to have a, a good day with True, and I wanted to do something that was just for him. And he, remember, we called him, and he gave us some input on uh, anime. Mm-hmm. So when I went out there, he had a bunch of anime selections for us. We only got to one, but we watched like 10 episodes of it. Uh, I, I don't remember the name off the top of my head. I have a list that I was preparing. I don't have it in front of me uh, that I want to give you so we can watch some of this. There is a trick to anime that I didn't realize to this Japanese anime. It's not... It's not like American cartoons uh, because of its um, of the way that they film it or the way that they present it. Uh, there's a lot there's a lot of art behind it. And when I got into the flow of it, I really got into the series. Like I can watch a lot of these episodes. So I'm going to get get you a few, and we're going to check them. Out. We'll, we'll have to check them out and see if it can get you intrigued by some of them. Because I watched this one with them. I've watched two with them really uh, uh, a lot uh, more than like two episodes. I've watched like uh, 10 episodes of each of these and really good, really can get you transfixed. I don't have a hunger for them after I watch them with him, but while I'm watching them, they're, they're very easy to, uh, they're like chips. I can't stop. I want to keep watching them, <laughs> right? I, but um, I, I want to get some of those. Cause I, I think that uh, it's also opened me up to a little bit more cartoons that I haven't been watching. Uh, it's, it's made me, realize that I, I, I still have a, a like for cartoons that I haven't been I haven't filled the need for cartoons in a long time because I just there's so much good and so many great movies out there and so many great television series that I can't even catch up on the stuff that I want to so I don't really want to add this in but I, I want to I want you to check out a few of these because I think there's some really good ones out there all right um <clears throat> this is from somebody we've had before Abel Asmarome Asmromi, you know that shit. Abel Asmrom, the Jello pudding don't taste right. What's up, Aries? I'm glad y'all finally met that Devester broad from Portland, who's always trying to bring the smoke to my guy Andy. But be, 
but be bucking her goddamn eyes at the white man. But that's just compensating for feeling like a sellout. Um, but like Aries say, love who you love, baby. Let me stop for a second. Why are you, some of you guys, so upset about the fact that she has a white husband or a boyfriend? Like, let motherfuckers love who they love, man. Life is short. Life is hard. I'm sorry, Andy, but let me just, you know what I mean? Like, like love is hard, man. Let her love who she want to love. God damn. (laughs) I don't think it's just that. I think some of it is because of the way she came at me. And they're defending me. And but I why is that, that even a point, though? Well, maybe what does a that have bit to of, do with it? Because she's because she's defending because they're defending me for the way she came at okay, me. Okay, but defending you is one thing. Even defending you for specific points, none of that ties into her love life. I think at the comparison that I'm the white guy that she came after for being the white guy a little bit. She came at me because of the white, my, my perspective. She, I think she called it out for being a white perspective, but she's also, are you, wait, wait, hold up. Is that you, are you saying that out of assumption or, or she, or you recall her saying something like that? I, I think it was implied in something that she said. Yeah. Now, I, 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 listen, man, I prom- listen, and I'm not going to get deep into this shit, but you know, Black love is always nice when black people can celebrate one another in love and unity because, uh, you know, that's part of the brokenness in the black household is absentee fathers, not enough strong black loving structure, families, Cosby like shit without the cocktails, air quotes. Um So black unity and black love and black partnership and black family is always a beautiful thing. But again, life is hard, man. Love is hard. Love is hard. So whatever you find that, however you find it, mazel tov, nigga, do you. Now, again, my preference is the the steak of meat. nigga. You know, I like steak of meat. I like steak of meat. You know what I mean? Black pussy lips. You know, I like steak and meat. You know what I mean? Black woman, minority women first. Black women, maybe some, I've had, you know, the adobo and the, the goya and the, the yellow beans and the red beans and yellow rice. You know, I've done the black and the Puerto Rican thing. You know, I've, I've, I've sampled some some wontons and some egg foo young sauce. Uh, but, you know, Mayonnaise is the last on my list, but ain't nothing wrong with mayonnaise in the right dish. Um, let, let me finish reading. Goddamn, man. <laughs> bringing the party down, man. Bringing crack to a weed party. Um, bring smoke to my guy, Andy. Uh, like I always say, love who you love, baby. And to Andy, I hope you had a great cracker independence day. They say, I don't know if he's trying to be funny or if this is who this motherfucker is. Uh, I know your Mexican side wishes it could stab your white half every year. And before you say you're Jewish, let's be real. It's been the United States of Israel since we saved y'all from Hitler's oven. But I digress. So, Andy, why do you think white people are so outraged about Bill Cosby being released? 
I mean, the extra vitriol white folks put on Cosby, Michael Vick, OJ, and he puts in parentheses, who's innocent because he's too dumb to be that clever. It's the same shit with y'all, but you guys conveniently sweep their white counterparts under the American rug. Like that shit didn't happen and doesn't represent your race as a whole. Let me stop. See, this is where I have to do a Martin Lawrence bad boys woosah. Because here's the thing that would bother me and get my blood pressure up and get me to get my voice stern. (laughs) If you listen to this motherfucking podcast, nigga, your information doesn't match. When you say sweeping white counterparts under the rug, have you not paid attention of the 200? What is this? This will be episode 272. More of me is, yeah, brother. Yeah, that white devil. (laughs) Then the shit you saying. So where are you getting that from? But let me finish because it's pretty much done. Um, You don't, as race as a whole, like she doesn't happen. It doesn't represent your race as a whole. You don't think black folks want to agree with you guys sometimes, but the way you guys go on the attack of black people, specifically straight black males, makes it impossible to ever agree with y'all because you guys are evil, a.k.a. white devil. Peace, A&A. Let me speak to my... <laughs> hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Can I do, can I do, your, can I do your devil voice now, the white devil ahead, coming man. at you? Go coming ahead, at man. you? Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I just, I just I thought it was funny because you, you, you now are the devil. You, now I get to- I'm the, I'm the black white devil. Let me tell you something. I don't know who to call first or who to call. Do I call? Yeah, Big Daddy. Side seat. Get the chopper. You got somebody you want me to shoot, Big Daddy? Or do I call my secretary? Hey, no more calls. Block. We'll buy block some niggas. What the fuck are you talking about, nigga? What the fuck are you talking about? See, this is how I know you can't be a day one listener. Come on, man. If, if you from episode one till now have really paid attention in class, the scales don't even begin to even out on that ridiculous statement. For every one time I may have done what you accusing me of doing, nigga, I've a million times slid the white man under the rug for so long, this nigga is part of the fucking, this, I don't know, goddamn, got me, what? He's part of the decor. What are you talking about? You want me to comment now? I mean, go ahead. You're like the Blues Brothers. We Devil Brothers. All right. Well, first of all, yes, I, I had a very great, I, I celebrated Independence Day. Actually, I really didn't, uh, but... I'll tell you that I have no problem celebrating Independence Day because the Independence Day uh, is uh, independence of America's victory over uh, the British. That's that's what Independence Day is. And it's the ratification of the Declaration of Independence, which on its own as a written document. Not what transpired, the document itself, word for word, if you read it. It is one of the greatest documents for people. How it's been put in place is the problem, 
But at the, the inception of it, even the people who started it couldn't live up to the document. The document was written better than the people. So as far as that goes, as what the 4th of July is, yeah, I could still celebrate that in good faith. Now, being that it did not give and what it should have uh, to blacks, specifically stolen people who were brought over here and dropped off for a workforce, that is the problem. That is the problem. But that's not, I'm not celebrating that. That I'm celebrating that the document was created, that no one has created a document better than that so far, as far as I know, as far as, and, and no one has been able to live up to that document. We have the possibility, and we're in a position of change that we are witnessing in our lifetime, seeing some of the, uh, 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 the greatest change that is happening. And when I mean not the greatest, because there's been change that happened before that was important, but this has happened at a speed that I haven't seen before. So I, And that document that exists is what's going to make this possible to happen. So yeah, I can celebrate that. So if that makes you feel any better or worse, or if it makes my devil even uh, even greater, then so be it. And, and listen, man, I will agree, and this is not news, I will agree that the treatment of Bill Cosby through the judicial system definitely has some racist components to it. Because, yes, you can pull up examples of his white counterparts who... Uh, uh, in terms of consequences and repercussions, suffer less than or not as equal to. Somebody made a great point recently I saw on Instagram where it was like, this motherfucker Charlie Sheen admittedly on an interview when he was going through his tripping phase openly admitted that he was HIV positive and may have infected some women knowingly. But yet his TV show was still on. He was still on TV. Bill Cosby is allegedly uh, 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 said to have done something, and his career is over. So is there some unfairness based on race? Yeah, that's always been the case. That's not a newsflash, but it doesn't mean he didn't do it. Okay. He may have been treated unfairly. He may have been treated racially unfairly, but it doesn't mean he didn't do it. And again, in his deposition, he admitted to giving women quaaludes. Again, I am the most pro-black nigga in the game, but we have to stop acting like every black person is innocent. We have to stop acting like and playing the race card when it's not necessary because it's almost like a woman accusing somebody of rape who didn't cry, who didn't rape them. It's like, do you know how hard you make it for the next chick? For every black person that goes, man, fucked up. This is racial. And it ain't racial, or or at least, I shouldn't say racial, but the brother's innocent. When he's not, then it, it makes it harder to keep playing that game. I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't even comment on that part, and I, and I want to. Uh, you are, when he, when he said how many white people were angry, <laughs> uh, at, I, I personally don't know any white people that were angry. I know some people that felt were disappointed because the women who thought they were having their day uh, got that taken away by the way, the actions of the court. Here's the problem. I, I'm not angry. I said this on the podcast. If you, if, if, if the court overstepped its bounds on whatever technical issues that happened, 
That's the way this country was founded. We work on those legal uh, on a legal basis. We work on law on laws. So I have no problem with it. I have no problem with it whatsoever. And most of the people that I associate with felt the same way. But we can always get people to go on camera who are not uh, savvy and say some stupid shit. Uh, I I understand uh, both sides of this argument. I told you that I that I also the the thing that bothers me about this two things one one thing that Aries just brought up he said that uh, Cosby did admit to giving the women quaaludes he never said that he slipped them in their drinks though he said and uh, for legal reasons I would assume that you wouldn't say that uh, but I'm not saying that is or isn't I don't think that's found guilty because you a lot of people have given people weed have given people uh, cocaine a lot of those things happen and you can admit to that. That doesn't mean that you slipped it in their drink to t- to abuse them. I'm going off the legal premise, and that's what I'm working off of. So I have no problem in what, what's happening right now and what's occurring. Uh, it's up to the courts to decide what happens uh, in, in w- the way that a trial is handled. And when there's a mistake and when there's an error that's been made and they reverse that decision, that actually shows that they're actually doing things the correct way. So I don't have any issues with it. I, I don't understand where I didn't. Did you hear a big outcry from all of America that this was a horrible injustice that Cosby was released? No, but, you know, I, I you know, I did hear, of course, what you expect to hear, which is some black people saying he shouldn't have been in there in the first place. Well, and, and yes, I did hear some white people go, man, this is fucked up. He shouldn't be. But I also heard some black people go, black women go, he shouldn't be released. This is fucked up. Well, and that's the other side of the point. When you say that he shouldn't be released, you and you're so one sided, one sided and you can only hear one side. And this is where I get upset because of who I am as a person and not the person who just takes one side and goes, that's the way it is, because there's something in the middle. And what in the middle is. There's also black women who accused Cosby and say that he was they were raped and they got no justice that day. What happens to those black women? Why aren't those black women considered in this? If we're only going to make this racial and it's black and white, why aren't they considered in this? So I'm a very affected by this in a different way uh, because I'm trying to be reasonable to law and the way that the law is worked in a courtroom. I'm actually a, a person who went to jail, who had to go to court and I know how courts work. So when something was done, I don't want to say it was illegal, but it was evidence was presented in a way that uh, skewed the jury and it was never should have never been released. That's what happens. And there's plenty of people that we are finding out uh, the courts have done wrongdoing and they are released. So we are doing the right thing sometimes in this world. People who have done things, and I'm not putting this on Cosby. I'm just saying this is the truth. Sometimes people do things that are wrong. They go to court, and because they make a mistake in a court case, they're released. This happens. It's happened before. I'm not I'm not all caught up in this the same way. I don't understand why this is... Uh, this is made into I, I obviously I understand why this is made into a racial issue, but I don't see it as one. I saw it as a court case. And when you look at a court case and you read it, it should never say the black man said it should say the man and it should have his name. And that's it. Listen, here's and up until I saw that HBO documentary documentary about Michael Jackson. Here's four black men who I believe were guilty 
OJ Simpson, Bill Cosby, Michael Jackson, and R. Kelly. Now, once I saw the HBO documentary about Michael Jackson, I leaned more and more towards maybe he didn't. Maybe he is innocent. Because uh, a lot of things in there just didn't click. But, yo, I believe R. Kelly, this nigga had his ass in a female taco, nigga. This nigga was munching booty juice on camera. Motherfucking Bill Cosby with the quaaludes. And, 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 and OJ, I think, did the shit. You know, OJ, again, that pussy make niggas wild out sometimes. And, and, and OJ, to his own admission, I'm not black, I'm OJ. He committed some white man shit. White, women, white men kill a women. All right. I'm going to give you the other side on OJ because, and I've said this before, and I have no problem saying this again. The court, he was found innocent. He's innocent. One. Two. The problem I always had with this case, and you, you, me and you have already had this conversation, I don't know how you leave your... I, I can understand, and, and I don't even know if I should say it this way, but it's going to... I understand that a woman could make you so mad. I, I, I don't think that I would ever kill a woman that made me that mad, but I can see... I've seen women You go, said you don't think. Let me say I know. I know. That I couldn't? No, you said I don't think I could kill a woman. I'm saying for me, I know. I ain't saying I don't think. Because if your ass get arrested, that's the evidence that's going to pop up in court. <laughs> evidence. <laughs> yeah. okay. He says, I, I don't okay. think. I don't. I, okay. I, I know I wouldn't. Uh, but I've been in rooms where I've seen women who obviously are in a fight, having a fight with their partner and take that to the next level and then take it further than that. So I can see buttons being pushed where I wouldn't. I would never push someone's buttons like that. Not that you deserve to be killed for that. I'm just saying I understand how enraged someone can get. But I never have been in the idea in my head that you could be so enraged that you could basically cut off someone's head and leave it there for your child and that mother to see the, for their kids to see that on the floor when they come downstairs. That's one thing that bothers me. I, I, I It's hard for me to, to believe that he was... You see, that callous that he would leave her, his kids to see that. Their mom decapitated on the floor. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I, okay, so let's and then, and so go to the other one. What was the other one that you said? R. R. Kelly, Kelly, Michael Jackson. R. R. Kelly, every, a lot of people who, are, who have been to around R. Kelly, no one's vouching for R. Kelly that knows him. So how am I supposed to? I don't know enough about the case. I'm not going to talk about that one. I'm just saying what's out there. Uh, Michael Jackson, I don't think he did it. I'm be honest, and I don't think he did it because I think that he had a love for children because of his loss of his childhood. And he had, there was numerous, numerous kids there, and we have some opportunists that I believe made money off of him. That's where I'm at with it. I know there's a, they did that other movie and the, the other documentary, and they can't even back up everything that he said in that. So I have a problem with, on, on, with that of Michael Jackson. What was the last one that I, that, uh, uh, Bill Cosby. Oh, oh Bill Cosby. Here's where I stand on Bill Cosby. I, I think it, he he could have got out of jail uh, even without this this uh, reversal uh, and been on probation, probably already coming up right about now anyway, if he would just admit to doing it. Something that 80, uh, around 80 women said that he, they did to, he did to them. Right. And he refuses. He refused to admit guilt because he said he didn't do it. Well, listen, if you, if you, if you, if you seriously are innocent and you know you're innocent, 
then yeah, you should never admit to something you didn't do. Do. And I'm not, so th- that's, that's kind of what, you know, when, when you have all this and, and like I said, who I am as a person, I consider those things in all of this to try to make a decision on how I feel about something. And listen, my point in bringing up those four is that, again, people seem to think that what, just because you're a celebrity that you are uh, not capable of doing fucked up shit. You're not capable of being sick. You're not capable of like they can be sick, non-rich, sick, non-famous people and sick, famous people. It's just you got the money and the means to fight it. And you've got celebrity on your favor in your favor, which a lot of people because of that would be less hesitant to, you know, see your guilt or convict you. But we can't act like just because motherfuckers is famous it's it's not possible. At the end of the day, you're human first. You're human before you're famous. You're human before you're rich. And if you have a sickness and a problem, whether you're broke or rich, that's going to be there. Whether you're famous or not. God, I want to say, I, 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 and I, you're right. I mean, it's human beings. We all have flaws in our character. So what you can do with those flaws, I don't know. Cosby's very complicated to me because I have some more things that I could say, but we could do a Cosby episode if we wanted to. I don't want to say them just abstractly and people not understanding what I'm saying. I, 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 go, I, I wasn't in the courtroom. I didn't listen to the trial. I don't know him personally. I've seen the records. I don't know the women have accused him per, per, uh, personally. I do know that's a lot of people to come out against you. And not just white women. I think that's a lot of people, though. They're, they're like we said before, where there's a little bit of smoke, there must be some fire somewhere. Um, but I don't know to what extent that is. Let's end on this last one, because this is kind of one of something in your wheelhouse that you kind of want to do address. From Akil Kadaj, niggas gone nig. Sup, AA? Uh, no doubt you've recently heard about the Shakari Richardson, black female yeah. sprinter. And I got to say, when I read this email, the way he describes this made me lose my shit. Uh, she ran wearing a big weave, some long ass fake eyelashes. And this is the part that made me laugh. Looking like she tore the wings off some endangered hummingbird. <laughs> <laughs> And those long fake nails that makes me wonder how does she wipe her ass. I think all of that shit looks dumb, but that's just my opinion. Facts are all of that shit ain't aerodynamic. Saw a few comments of people's similar criticisms, followed by an army of black women killing them. I'm all about the support of our women, but when it's done blindly, it damages the cause. Wear what you like, but there's a time and place for everything. Be professional, damn it. Oh, be professional, damn it. Just, she just got caught for weed on a drug test. Our people are amazing, but damn, those nigga notions run deep. Sure, you got some interesting thoughts on it. Peace. Um, you know, I don't want this because I feel like with the two emails against Farrah, uh, I, don't want it, I don't want this to feel like this is the black woman bashing email emails. Um God, I never really, but then again, I never was, 
paying attention to who she was and what she was doing. I kind of knew a little bit, you know, perusing the internet that she was a Olympic sensation, but I never really paid attention to her that deep. But I do recall the eyelashes being what they were. So when he said that, that made me laugh. Um, hey man, we're being, re- I, I, I rather focus on the good, right? We're being represented in the Olympics. If she, I don't even know the story. I like I, Andy knows it better than me because of the weed thing. Is she allowed to compete? She, no, she, yes. And no, yeah. The, the answer is no. Uh, so she can't she will compete. not be allowed. No, the answer is no. There is a yes, but it doesn't count. So, so she's not going to compete. She's not going to compete. She her suspension would have ended up um, done by the time the four by four relay. I, I believe it's the four by four. She could have competed in that, but she wasn't entered in that. So she would have to remove someone else who who earned their spot in that space. So uh, they did not give her that. They they wouldn't give her that spot. All right. So well, she's before not be before, before I address that thing, let me address this. Listen, um, I'm not going to be the guy who is going to tear into black. Like the, again, I talked about the bonnets thing because I have a certain real hardcore stance on that. But as far as eyelashes, fingernails, hair weaves. You know, I don't want to be the guy to say how you should look on the wor- on one of the world's biggest stages because the fact of the matter is you're on the world's biggest stage. So I'm going to try to look at it, look at the positive. If she has a chance to compete and win, not just for the country, but for us, because it ain't just a win for the country. It's a win for us. And, and if it gives black girls like her hope, especially coming from where you may come from the ghetto and poverty and, you know, whatnot to represent yourself and us on the world's biggest stage and win a gold medal potentially and give hope to all the other little black girls out there that they can do that too. To me, that's where the focus should be. Uh, And not so much on her uh, appearance. uh, If it seems ghetto-like or stereotypical-like. Um, it'd be one thing if she was, you know, getting ready to race and just before they shoot the, what they call it, the starting pistol, she was putting the finishing touches on a on a chicken wing. You know what I mean? Three, two. And then she started running. You know what I mean? That'd be like, damn, that's a bad look. Or if she was putting the finishing twi- touches on a bottle of Mad Dog 2020. But as far as her look... That's who she is. You know, if 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 we gonna get caught up in people's looks based on what you think is wrong, there were people that had gripes with the Serena was Williams sisters back when they were younger and had the beads in their hair. Uh, or they might not like a a, a, a black woman because of cornrows or braids. So let's not get that picky. Uh and let's focus on the positive. Uh as far as the weed thing. And I, I'm not in depth with it, but I thought I read somewhere or people were making comparisons. And Andy, you'll correct me if I'm wrong, because you probably know better than I do. Uh, in terms of her and Michael Phelps, didn't Michael Phelps at one point get busted for weed and was still allowed to compete or some shit like that? Yeah, he, he was busted. And he was suspended. It wasn't during the it wasn't before a, 
the Olympics. Okay, so I'm, I'm just I, – I don't know, again, what the true details are. So I was going to say, is there some unfair racial component to that? But apparently not. She was, she was given a 30-day suspension. It's unfortunate that it falls during the time period of the Olympics. Uh, that's part of it. Um, how, where, where do you want me to start? Because I'll start anywhere on this because I do have – I mean, I – I, I just want to be time. clear. My bottom line is this. Black people – especially black women already have enough shit thrown at them and obstacles that we have to overcome. And it's kind of funny and ironic to me that part of being in Olympics is, you know, obstacles, hurdles and shit. You got to jump over and do all that. So the, the fact that being black and being female is already some of the biggest hurdles to overcome Again, let's not put emphasis on what she looked like while she's trying to overcome obstacles. All right. So I'm going to start with the look since that's where you ended. Um, I think it looks completely un-Olympic. And Holy I love shit. it. Oh, wait, wait. You fooled and me. I, yeah. I, when you I I'm sorry. It. When you first said un-Olympic, you sounded like the white person yeah. that's typical. But the fact that you ended it with, I love it. Okay. No, I love it because what it shows is, and this is what what's more important to me, and what she's what I feel she's doing, uh, and giving her credit for it is one. Well, one let let's, let's step back for a second. That look that she has, it's marketable. It's got her attention. You know who she is because she has that look. That's one of the reasons everybody knows who she is. So for her own self, I think it's fantastic. She's she made herself marketable. What I said, where I said it's completely unolympic looking. The Olympics have been so conservative, so put together in a way that you know where they, where, where you have to do everything correct. And why is this? Why would this be considered not correct? You said what his 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 uh, description was. Her hair is not aerodynamic. None of the things that she's doing are aerodynamic. Nah, and she's still winning. So too bad. That's that's what's even more impressive about it. She isn't bowing to anything she's keeping her look she's a young woman and her look reflects a lot of a lot of the look that's out there for young women especially young black women and as aries said if she can put something out there that makes every young black woman who lives in an area that that looks like that dresses like that has that feel and that vibe and knows that they can go to the olympics because of her more power to her yeah man and 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 not to you know, sway too much off subject. But again, it reminds me of when I would be going to bat for the Obamas and I would hear, I would read in my, in my Instagram feed where certain black women would say, man, fuck Michelle, fuck the Obamas. And, and again, I would go, how do you do that? The first black lady, dark skin and not, and not that if she was light skin, that shouldn't matter. But we know in black, culture it has mattered the darker the more ugh. so a, a dark-skinned black woman sophisticated articulate intelligent classy representing us you how do you shit on that listen you know when you when you said that i want to i want to i'm, I'm going to go off, off the rails a little bit i think on this one but i don't care uh, who is the actress that recently said she's wearing her hair natural, that she's no longer succumbing to the, um, what was her name? Um, 
that she was going to wear her hair natural. She wasn't going to do the Hollywood, put the Hollywood pressure on her or whatever it was. Mm. Um, who was it? Uh, I think she was I, in, uh, what's the movie with the, uh, Denzel did, uh, uh, the one with the chick with the snot in her nose. Oh, uh, Viola Davis. It was Viola Davis. Was it Viola? Did she say that? I'm pretty sure she said, I'm pretty sure it was her that said it. Here's the thing. Uh, and this is where like we get caught up in culture cult, uh, in, and in ideas and in what's proper uh, and what's not. And uh, who, listen, man, I, I was watching a show and I just saw it, it, it was from the seventies and I was looking at all these beautiful women, a lot of them, black women all had natural hair, had big afros. I think it looks phenomenal. I don't know culturally how we do this to each other and we're, and, and, Viola Davis is in a different position too because she's in Hollywood and she wants parts. She's going out for parts, and so they may change that. And she might have not had the power to to keep her her hair natural. But as far as I'm concerned, that look should never have gone away. It, it's it, I think women, I think black women who in all their blackness is when they're the most beautiful, and no one needs to care what I think. But I'm on this podcast telling you what I think right now, and when I see that. And, and, and the, the pushback that that wasn't sexy or American or good looking, I don't know what the pushback was because I wasn't involved in it. No one asked me. But I, that look, that look is every much as magazine cover, red carpet look as anything else. And I think that if, if, if a girl pulls her culture, like we're talking about right now, and puts her culture, uh, even though she wants to color her hair, be part of whatever that culture is that she wants to bring, and if she feels beautiful, she's fucking beautiful. I, and roll it out there because I I, I, I love, you know what? I, I don't even understand how we argue about women because you know what is sexy to me? A woman. Yeah, and, but uh, I got some standards, nigga. Yeah, but a woman who believes they're sexy, even a good woman who isn't the most attractive, but believes that she's sexy and has sex appeal, she can be sexy. That's subjective, but I hear you. It, I, okay, obviously it's subjective. <laughs> it's subjective, but you know, but you, but you know what I'm trying to say. I know exactly and, what you're trying to say. And, and 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 to listen to these cultural norms that we're trying to uphold, I think is ridiculous. And I think the, the Olympics is part of that. And she broke those barriers. And you can't deny success. Listen, and she's. Not to, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you no. Go ahead. No, listen, I, it, this is this is the scary blurred line. Because I get what he's trying to say, which is on a stage that big, a platform that major, the world, this is the world stage. And again, I know that Patrice made the joke about how arrogant Americans are because we go, we in sports, we call ourselves the world champs, but we don't play nobody else in the world. You know, the NBA, football, world champs, but you ain't played nobody but Amer other Americans. Now, this is the Olympics. This is literally the world. You're, you're competing against the world. So I know what he's trying to say is if you're going to represent us on the world's biggest stage, you should look a certain way. You should be a certain way. You shouldn't embarrass us. I, I, if I'm, and unless you tell me, dog, but I think that's what he's trying to say. And I understand where he's coming from to an extent. You don't want us to be embarrassed. You don't want to have us have a, man, look at this nigga moment. Man, this nigga. But, one, I never got that from her. Um, and again, two, 
If we're going to weigh what's important, no, she's not an embarrassment on any level as far as I'm concerned. But more importantly, like I said, inspiration, a chance to represent us, bring home the gold, and all of that shit. Uh, but now, get, get, get to where the, the conversation started. It's because of the weed. It's the weed was the issue. The, the reason she's getting so much attention isn't just that she's the fastest. It's because she's not going to get to compete because of the weed. Um, and I've seen a lot of people putting up things with the uh, transgender uh, weightlifter. And they t- and, and in order for, is it they? I don't even know what the proper refer- uh, the word that I'm supposed to use, they. Prona- use, pronoun? Yeah, is that the right pro? The right proper pronoun? The they or the them or, yeah, the pronoun. Right. Uh, have to take uh, medication, take drugs to be able to compete because they have to keep their uh, certain levels to keep them into what is female and it's still above what an organic it should be organic is that the word uh found in nature female um and so that's the big comparison the other part of this though is that's not really the great comparison because they've been working on this the lbgtq plus community has been working on this for a long time and have made legal changes we have not made changes in, in the law of, of weed, and uh, we need Before to. you go any further, uh, say that first part again. Go back a second. The what have made changes? The LBGTQ plus community. Geronimo! <laughs> <laughs> you were saying. Yes, sir. Uh, but they've made efforts to change the laws and the governing committee and submitted uh, applications submitted, you know, uh, uh, studies so that they can make these changes in the law. Well, we're here and it's unfortunate for her because the studies haven't been submitted. The, the changes of the law haven't been made. And because of her and on, uh, unfortunately for her, the changes w- will be made now. Uh, but she fell into that area. And this happens to a lot of this happens to great people. That sometimes when they're so when they're ahead, the the changes happen, and it's going to be made after this Olympics. And I feel bad for her, but that you know, I, I let me ask you a question, Aries. You ever get to late at night and you're at a a red light and there's no cars coming? Do you wait or do you go? If it takes too long, I look around and I go. Yeah, that's generally I think what most people do. But we stop even though there's no one there because that's the rules that we were brought right. up in. And this is the rule, and she she's she stopped, and unfortunately, she's not going to be able to progress on this Olympics. And it's and it's terrible because I do think that she uh, she was, I mean, she was the front runner. And does I'd she like have to, to wait her. another four years? She has to, for the Olympics, but there's other there's other things besides the Olympics that are going on, other oh, games that are going up. on, and she's going to win a ton of stuff. And, and I and I, you know, but in all athlete with all. Uh, all athletics, there's a window and you don't know what's going to happen. She could, she could hurt herself and maybe never get to the Olympics. So this moment is critical, but she has taken responsibility for it. And it's the people around that are causing even more of this, uh, uh, divide and divisiveness and making this a bigger, uh, it is a big issue, especially for her, but making it an issue that, that goes beyond, uh, and, I don't know. Like I, I understand, I understand the suspension. 
wish I, I wish they would be able to do something differently. Maybe 30 days uh, was too much for someone who had a small amount of uh, THC in him from um, being in a state that has legal THC that you can walk down the street in. Our laws need to catch up to weed. And that's the, that's the big thing here. And she's caught in this. And I feel, I feel bad for her. I feel like she's a person that I think has, uh, will represent America well uh, in the future. And I think that she is definitely a role model. And I love seeing her on the world stage. Here, here. Um, all right, y'all. Uh, do we announce where we're going to be? Is there anything to announce? Is- uh, we're going to be in Des Moines uh, on the, uh, what I say, the 20, what are we? On the 23rd and 24th, we'll be in Des Moines. Uh, on the uh, 29th of July, I'll be getting my colonoscopy. If you guys want me to, if you guys want me to go live on Instagram, I'll do that. Uh, <laughs> and then we're really not together again until the, the, the 12th of August. We'll be in helium in Buffalo. So, so after, after Des Moines and that's like the end of July, right? Yeah. Uh, the first week we have nothing that first weekend and the second weekend, uh, I'll be in Phoenix, uh, doing something. Because it's my son's birthday that following weekend, but I'll be out there for that weekend. Not that following weekend. He's the on the twelfth, so I'm going to go out there that weekend, and I'm doing. I'm working with somebody out there. I don't know who yet, but uh, and then we're back. We're then we're back in Buffalo. I'm excited about Buffalo because we haven't been there. A lot of these clubs we haven't been to in two years now because of right. uh, the pandemic. And then you know, and usually have, when we go there. to Buffalo, it's the winter time. Yeah. So this right. will be this will be nice. It'll be nice. Hopefully, it'll be nice weather. Uh, if you're new to this podcast, if you, especially based off some of what you heard based on these emails, if you got anything you want to say, anything you want to add, email me, Aries Spears 45 at Hotmail. Um, and also, uh, if you knew, take your ass back to episode one, binge listen and understand these jokes, understand the callbacks, see the evolution of me and this Jew dude. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a great journey. <laughs> it's a great journey. Um, I am the most Jewish, non-Jewish person in the world. And I, and it's just funny to me. And apparently look- I'm the blackest, whitest devil ever. Yeah. So the black devil is coming for the you. The black devil, the black, white devil. You've <laughs> never seen a devil like this because he's black and red with flames. He looks like a burnt brisket in all right i don't know <laughs> <laughs> whatever um coming up right now this is um warren went uh the whole nine times lion is what this is called he did not give me his uh oh did he both songs produced by at othello beats uh, O-T-H-E-L-L-O-B-E-A-T-S and at V-Notes Music V-N-O-T-E-S M-U-S-I-C V-Notes is her name and again this is called Nine Times Lion That's the Jamaican weed Nine Times Lion So you better enjoy this Otherwise the black White devil is coming for you. The nigga is dark. It's like a burnt brisket in with flames around them, you hear? 
and he's coming for you at night. Rawr, lion. Hey, um, just real. You said I can't say it. Uh, uh, N-word cracker. That's the devil. The N-word cracker. The nigger cracker. Is that what you mean? Does he? The nigger cracker. He's coming for you. He's the black nigger devil. And when he busts up in your room at night, butt naked in flames, he's going to say to you, and that's how I get pussy. <laughs> We're out of here. I mean, you never find what you're looking for. But when you let it happen, I mean, like it or not, I was on the bus stop, now I'm pushing the drop. Yeah, I seen it a lot. The devil working hard for a young nigga to stop. And that's word to my pops. I refuse to get shot by one of you cops. So I was told they try to brainwash you and keep you damaged. I brush that dirt off my shoulders and move off all the planet. The Lord's blessings kept me out of dodging off them standards. Always in the foreign floor and screaming, fuck the law. Haters like all these niggas, just fuck them all. Prayers to the Lord, help me bury thoughts. When I was stuck up in the cell, I was never bought. Do the math. I was always looking for a problem to solve. And they ain't want me in, now I'm getting involved. I'm thinking plans of domination on the road to success. Get my tire caught a flat, I was walking to rest. And every time I seen them lights, I be thinking of rest. I was told we were less, but yet we treated like threat. But I'm taking those shots if they giving out text, nigga, it's me. Like it or not, I was on the bus stop, now I'm pushing the drop. Yeah, I seen it a lot. The devil working hard for a young nigga to stop. And that's word to my pops. I refuse to get shot by one of you cops. Damn, pray for me, I needed a lot. If a cop could get away with murder, it would be best advised to keep you a burner. Turn that beef to burger. Some of you niggas deserve to fill a leader of what I shit, but I still ain't kept. I wish I could take it back to when the real was real, the fake is fake. We made no mistakes, but in this day and age, they'd rather you sleep. That's how I get pussy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>